This is Fire News Now, bringing you news and information from around the fire service. Proudly brought to you by the NEP Media Network. It's Thursday, January 13th, 2022. I'm Grace Underwood. One resident is dead, and a firefighter is recovering from burn injuries after an unusual explosion at a Dallas-area apartment complex. Mesquite firefighters responded around 11 p.m. Tuesday to the Country Club Apartments for a medical emergency. As they were performing CPR on a patient, oxygen equipment apparently exploded and started a fire. As flames quickly spread, the firefighters who responded to the medical call without wearing their turnout gear attempted to remove the patient from the apartment, but were initially unsuccessful. Crews quickly put on their protective gear and pulled the victim out, but he did not survive. Mesquite Fire Captain John Moore spoke to Dallas-Fort Worth CBS 11 from the scene. The crews were without any kind of gear on. Uh, again, the apartment had completely flashed. There was uh, a, a lot of fire in the apartment. We had uh, the fire get into the attic and run through the entire attic. Also in Texas, Austin firefighters responded to a raging three-alarm fire at a North Austin apartment complex. More than 100 firefighters battled the blaze at the Ventura Apartments Complex on Friday morning. Four residents were hospitalized, including two with serious injuries, and more than 30 people were displaced. Austin Assistant Fire Chief Brandon Wade spoke to reporters on the scene. At approximately 4 a.m., our dispatch started receiving calls uh, about a fire at this apartment complex. What our crews found on arrival was large amounts of fire all the way across the apartment building. There was numerous reports of uh, people trapped in apartments, and our crews started working on extinguishment and then rescuing occupants from the apartment. This call was quickly upgraded to a second alarm due to the number of uh, uh, rescues that were being called in and the amount of fire. We had numerous people pulled from apartments by our fire department crews. Uh, Those patients were handed off to Austin Travis County EMS to be taken to the hospital. Right now, we know of four patients that were uh, transported to the hospital, and at least one was in critical condition. Officials have been unable to determine the cause of the fire, which caused more than $1.25 million in damages. A medical helicopter carrying an infant girl and three others crashed Tuesday into a densely populated neighborhood just outside of Philadelphia. Miraculously, everyone on board survived. Flight data shows the helicopter was traveling normally until it reached the Drexel Hill area of Upper Darby Township, Pennsylvania, when suddenly it began to maneuver erratically. The helicopter came down on its side just feet from a church. The two-month-old girl, the pilot, the flight medic, and a nurse were on their way to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia when the helicopter crashed. The pilot was seriously hurt in the crash, but amazingly, no other injuries were reported. CBS 3 in Philadelphia spoke to Upper Darby Fire Chief Derek Sawyer on the scene. The best way to describe it is a miracle. Obviously, this pilot had a, a great command of the helicopter and was able to land it safely. He took the best interest of the community at hand to make sure there were no injuries, no uh, property damage. So uh, he did an excellent job. Federal officials say the cause of the crash remains under investigation, but preliminary information suggests it was an accident. Just miles from Tuesday's helicopter crash, Philadelphia officials held a press conference to update findings from last week's deadly row house blaze. 
Fire investigators have ruled out other potential causes of the fire that killed 12 people and are left with the words of a five-year-old child who says he ignited a Christmas tree while playing with a lighter. Philadelphia Fire Commissioner Adam Teal spoke about the investigation's preliminary findings. We believe with certainty, so 99 to 100% confidence, that the first item ignited in this blaze was a Christmas tree. The ignition source for that tree was a lighter. The way the investigation proceeded was an attempt to disprove the hypothesis that the way the lighter contacted the tree was uh, in the hands of uh, the five-year-old child. We could not find anything to disprove that hypothesis. That does not prove it because we're talking about a five-year-old child. Sometimes we are too late. And it appears from the preliminary investigation results on this tragic fire that that is the case. Initial reports indicated eight children and four adults had died in the tragedy. However, city officials said Tuesday that nine children and three adults were killed in the fire. In light of the tragic fires in Philadelphia and New York City in the first days of 2022, five U.S. fire service organizations are urging Congress to pass legislation designed to improve fire safety in public housing and older high-rise buildings. The National Fire Sprinkler Association, the International Association of Firefighters, the National Fallen Firefighter Foundation, International Association of Fire Chiefs, and the National Association of State Fire Marshals wants Congress to pass both the Build Back Better Act and the High Rise Fire Sprinkler Incentive Act. The groups say these bills would help prevent future fire tragedies and ensure firefighters' physical and mental safety. Shane Ray, president of the National Fire Sprinkler Association, spoke to Philadelphia CBS3 about the recent tragic fires and the need to get sprinkler systems into older buildings. We know these fires should not claim this many lives. The buildings in these fires do not have fire sprinklers. They were built before the codes and standards required fire sprinklers in them. But our push is to retrofit these buildings because they're high-risk occupancies. Even though the apartment building in the Bronx was privately owned, there is legislation pending in Congress called the High-Rise Fire Sprinkler Incentive Act that would provide a tax incentive on property owners to install fire sprinklers. And now, a message from NEP Services. NEP Services presents Adapt or Die. the 2022 Adapt or Die Conference. Adapt or Die. Advanced communications training for leaders and emergency responders. What we are being aggressive with is making things happen. It's moving fast. We're moving fast in everything that we do. With an incredible lineup of speakers from the worlds of public safety, organized labor, politics, and beyond. Adapt or Die. We're seizing the initiative taking the fight to the enemy and introducing keynote speaker cody gandy from jocko willick and lee fabin's echelon front it's beyond the offensive because you can make the calls you can dictate what the enemy is doing by the way you move on the battlefield march 10th to 11th 2022 at the mirage in las vegas visit www.neptraining.org for more information and to register now back to the news 
Some Wilson County, Tennessee fire stations are seeing temporary closures due to firefighter shortages. The county, just east of Nashville, is home to 150,000 people and was forced to have some firefighters stay on duty for as long as 48 hours straight after recent snowstorms. Wilson County Professional Firefighters Association Vice President Colton Young spoke to Nashville CBS affiliate WTVF5 about the impacts of these shortages. Some of our stations run an average of 12 to 13 calls a shift. When you're running that many calls, and if you do that two days in a row or three days in a row, you're just not as mentally sharp during this time. We need something to help us to retain people instead of continuing to hemorrhage the loss that we're doing. Continue to say that they're working on it and working on it, and unfortunately, we're not seeing much being done about it. Wilson County Mayor Randall Hudo says better pay is needed for firefighters, but the county is waiting on a pay study to be completed first. He also blamed the shortages on fewer people wanting to train to become firefighters. Okay, so I've never really understood why people don't tip their servers. This could be a bias because I was a waitress in both high school and college, but this next story heeds as a warning to those who don't tip. In Key West, a tourist made a bad impression when he ordered drinks on New Year's and forgot to leave a tip at Irish Kevin's on Key West's famous Duval Street. So much so that the bartender, Cameron Briotti, was able to easily identify the 21-year-old customer when police released webcam footage showing an arsonist setting fire to a Christmas tree. Talk about a holiday Grinch. The fire caused more than $5,000 in damage to the city's landmark buoy that marks the southernmost point of the United States. Once the 21-year-old and his 22-year-old friend were identified, police were able to swiftly announce arrest warrants for the vandalism suspects. City workers were able to quickly restore the 20-ton concrete monument the visitors were able to pose in front of once again. Moral of the story, everybody? Tip your servers. From the NEP Media Network, this is the January 13th, 2022 edition of Fire News Now. Remember to subscribe to Fire News Now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also reach us at nep.news at nepservices.com. We hope you all are staying positive and testing negative out there. Thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time.